Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We've been talking about the Holy Spirit for the last two or three weeks now, Colin, and last week you told us about the fruits of the Spirit. This week we're talking about the gifts of the Spirit. So what's the difference? Well, what we have to remember is that the Holy Spirit is the person of God who lives within us. So he comes with all his qualities, with all his characteristics, and we saw uh, some of those characteristics in the ninefold fruit of the Spirit that Paul uh, speaks about in Galatians. We also saw there are other qualities that the New Testament also speaks about, uh, just not those nine. But all the characteristics of God are contained in the Holy Spirit. So he wants to reproduce that character, the person of Christ, in us. But of course, the Holy Spirit comes with all his gifts as well. And many people misunderstand the gifts of the Spirit. Some people think, well, I'll have the fruit of the Spirit, not the gifts, but it doesn't work like that. I mean, the fruit of the fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the gifts of the same Spirit. So God puts all the fruit or the characteristics of the Spirit within us so that they can then be developed in our lives. But he also gives us all of the gifts, not just one or two of the gifts. Now, this is very important because... Um, some people misunderstand what Paul says, to one is given this gift, to another this gift, to another another gift. Uh, what he is talking about there is the, the um, manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit in the context of public worship. But he says in the same epistle, um, that is the first to the Corinthians, right at the very beginning, he says, you do not lack any spiritual gift. Uh, he says, you have been enriched in every way, therefore you do not lack any spiritual gift. So uh, all the gifts of the Spirit are there available to every believer. Of course, because we have all the gifts, we are not going to have a service that is so long that all the gifts are going to be manifested by every person. So that's why Paul says it's no use everybody trying to manifest gifts all at the same time so there's chaos and confusion because God wants order in the worship so it's enough for two or three to pray in tongues with interpretation and for there to be two or three prophecies and then everybody is to weigh what has been said, to consider what is being said and see what God is saying to the people through those gifts. So it's as if the gifts are already in us, sort of lying dormant, they just need to be activated. That's right. We need to draw upon the gifts. Now, of course, you can't use the gifts if you don't believe you have them. And uh, that's, that's the important thing. There are a lot of people who say, well, I have the Holy Spirit, but I don't have any gifts of the Spirit. That's only because they, they believe that they don't have any gifts. But if we're true to the Word of God, then uh, they have the gifts of the Spirit as well as the life and the love and the power of the Spirit living within them. We'll talk about what the gifts are, but do we have to ask for them if they're already in us? I mean, how do we realize them? Well, what I think we will see as we go through them is that it is through faith that they get released. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through uh, the ninefold gifts of the Spirit. We've been through the ninefold fruit of the Spirit. We're going to go through the, the nine gifts of the Spirit that Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians 12. 
Now, there are other gifts too, and we'll come on to those after we've looked uh, at what is, is written in 1 Corinthians. Um, but what I want everybody to understand first is what Paul says about the gifts before we look at them in uh, detail one by one. Now, he says in chapter 12, verse 1, Now, about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. Now, this is the word of God, right? He is addressing this letter to all those everywhere who call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, this is a word from God through his apostle to the church everywhere, to every born-again uh, believer. And God is saying, I don't want you to be ignorant about the spiritual gifts. Now, these are the charismata, literally the things of the Spirit, the things that God has graced us with by the Holy Spirit. I don't want you to be ignorant of them. Now, what does Paul mean by that? He doesn't mean I want you to read a book about them or study them or even just to listen to a radio talk about them. I want you to know them in your experience. This is what Paul is saying. I don't want you to be ignorant about these gifts. Um, you know that when you were pagans, somehow or other, you were influenced and led astray by mute idols. Therefore, I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. So how do you know the Spirit of God is living in someone? That person believes and testifies, Jesus Christ is Lord. He's not just the Lord, but he is Lord. He's Lord of my life. Now, Paul is saying, if Jesus Christ is your Lord, then you are not to be ignorant of spiritual gifts, but you are to be experiencing the spiritual gifts in your life, in your experience. So he then says, there are different kinds of spirit, uh, sorry, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all men. Now, you see, he works all of them in all men. Now, what's he talking about? Well, he wants to work all these gifts in every believer. And as we go through them, you will see that God has made all these gifts available to all his children. Whether they have manifested them or not, that is another matter. We'll come to that as we go through each one. But I want you just to notice what Paul says here. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all men. Gifts, service, working. Why does Paul mention those three things? Because the gifts are given to us, not for our glory, not so that we can boast and say, I manifest all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. They are given for us to serve, to serve others, to be of service in the body of Christ. They're giving, they're given by God to enable us to do the work of God. And of course, the work of God 
must have a supernatural dimension. The Holy Spirit is supernatural. Now, the supernatural life and power and presence of God lives in our natural lives. But because the Spirit lives within us, he expects to work supernaturally through us. So there is this dimension, there is this dynamic of the supernatural that every Christian should expect to be manifested, to be expressed in his or her life. Why? So that you can serve the body of Christ and do the work of God in the world. So these are not toys given for us to play with. They are tools to enable us to use to perform the purposes of God. And as Paul says in the next verse, it's for the common good. Right. He says now, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Now, this is what we need to understand, you see. Different kinds of gifts, the same Spirit. Different kinds of service, the same Lord. Different kinds of working, the same God. There's only one God, only one Lord, only one Spirit. Each one of these so-called gifts are actually nine distinct manifestations of the same Spirit. So in other words, if we put this in simple English, the Holy Spirit is working through believers in these nine different ways and in other ways also, but we'll, we'll come to talk about that another week. Uh, first of all, we need to, to focus on these particular manifestations. And we're going to go through them in turn and see how they can be expressed in our lives. Um, these are not gifts just for those who are in leadership or who, are, uh, or who have a platform ministry, a public ministry. Uh, if these gifts were just for leaders, if they were just for those with platform ministries, God would only have given his spirit to leaders and those with such ministries. But because God has given his spirit to every born-again believer, then these are manifestations that are to be seen in every born-again believer. Now, this raises an interesting question, you see, because there are many people who say they're born again but say, well, I'm not baptized in the Holy Spirit. What you see experientially is these gifts are only manifested through the lives of those who have been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Uh, when you are born again, you're born of the Spirit. When you're baptized, you are baptized by Christ into the Spirit. You are submerged in the Spirit. So a release of the life and power of the Holy Spirit takes place in a person's life. Now, if you're already born again, but you say, well, I haven't been baptized in the Holy Spirit, then all you have to do is to ask the Lord to do that. You don't actually need, it's not essential to have somebody to pray with you and lay hands on you, but you can do that if you know someone who is already baptized in the Holy Spirit. They can pray for you, lay hands on you, and impart this precious gift to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Otherwise, you can simply pray yourself and say, Lord, I want to be baptized in the Spirit because I need to see the manifestations of the Holy Spirit in my life. I need to see rivers of living water flying out of me. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 